Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 90, Avoiding Thrush While on Antibiotics. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hello, hello. My baby is down for nap time, which means that I get to head over here and talk to you on this podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening in today. Um, If you haven't already noticed, this podcast goes live. A new episode drops every Tuesday. So if you subscribe, you will never miss an episode. And also right before this podcast episode, um, my husband vacuumed the house and cleaned all the bathrooms. (laughs) Why am I sharing this with you? Because you know what? Sometimes we can see others on social media and just be like, wow, she runs a business and she has four kids and she just does it all. And her life must be so easy. Yeah, that's not exactly how it works. The only reason that I have not hired a cleaning lady so far is because my husband said, oh, I can do it. I'll do the cleaning. (laughs) I was like, all right, you go for it, man. I am all for it. I still do a lot of cleaning as well, but you know what? Like running a business is a lot of work. And even just being a mom in general is a lot of work. So you know what, if you're listening to this and you have a cleaning lady, no matter your circumstance, like I'm there for you. I feel it. I feel you. And, um, I hope to have a cleaning lady one day as well. (laughs) And really like, I'm just taking it a day at a time. I absolutely do not have it all figured out. And, um, so don't trust everything that you see on social media. Right. But Hey, thank you for listening and supporting this podcast episode. You are the best. And I want to start by reading another Google review. I had so many great Google reviews come in recently. Just so many of my clients have been so kind to take the time to leave a review and it not only just makes my day, but it also just helps out small businesses so much. When you leave Google reviews, that is huge. That helps um, others to find our work. And it also just helps boost how trustworthy um, we we are right. Don't you feel the same? Like if you read good reviews on a company, then that just seems to be everything. It's like, Oh, you have good reviews. Then I am going to choose you for my business. Okay. So here's the review. Um, this is from Carla. She left me a Google review. She said, Brianne is the absolute best. I found breezy babies on Instagram in July of 2020 after struggling with severe mastitis and just needed to see if someone could help. I reached out to her a few weeks later to ask for a consultation. She responded in a timely manner and was able to get me in her next available slot. 
Brienne was the only person to figure out my four month long mastitis issues and solve them. None of my doctors could figure it out. They just kept prescribing more antibiotics and pain medicine. Recently, I reached out again to help me wean my little guy off because I'm due again soon. She once again, promptly responded, uh, responded promptly. And with the best advice that helped me wean off my little guy the same day with little fighting, I couldn't do this breastfeeding journey without breast, uh, without breezy babies. I highly recommend following her on social media and reaching out. If you need help, sweetest review ever, right? Um, thank you so much, Carla, for taking the time to leave that review. And if you are thinking that you could use some help in your life as well, then the best thing to do is head on over to breezy babies. You can look at either telehealth or in person consultations. If you are local to Northern Utah and you can either do self pay and pay with a healthcare spending account, or really like any sort of credit card works, or you can also check to see if your insurance covers free consultations. Okay. You ready to talk about avoiding thrush while on antibiotics? Um, let's get going. I'm going to tell you my top three tips. And I also, I'm going to share a little bit of my real life experience with this earlier this year. Okay. So tip number one is only take an antibiotic when truly needed and take the full dose. Now, if you already listened last week, this is going to sound familiar. Um, PS last week's podcast episode was, um, how to deal with thrush in newborns and older infants. So if this is a little, uh, deeper for you, a little bit more advanced topic, then go back and listen to that podcast episode first so that you can make sure that you are truly dealing with rush and treating the wrong thing. And then hop back over to this week's podcast episode. But if you already listened last week, then this is going to sound really familiar because it actually was tip number three in last week's episode, but it's really worth repeating because it's so important. And while it may seem like a no brainer to take your full antibiotic and to only take it when it's truly needed. The nurse in me just has to still say this <laughs> antibiotics are for killing bacteria. They are not for killing viruses. Now, sometimes viruses can turn into secondary bacterial infections. So let me give you a real life example from my real life sickness. So let's rewind to January, 2022. My family had already been bouncing around sickness between the six of us since the beginning of November, which side note, that meant that someone had been sick in my family ever since I had my brand new baby at the end of October. So, you know, by the end of December, I was thinking, surely we have to be about done with sickness in our home, but no, we were not. My oldest daughter, she had just turned 11 and her and I both got sick with what I'm still not really quite sure but we felt awful. And after a couple of weeks, we just couldn't seem to get better. 
I did a telehealth with my doc and he confirmed my suspicions. My sickness had turned into a sinus infection and my daughter's had turned into an ear infection. So to be clear, what started as a virus had now turned into a secondary bacterial infection. So lucky for us, we could now be helped with antibiotics. Also, the nurse in me has to, again, repeat, always take your full dose of antibiotics. Never stop taking them early just because you're feeling better. That's just basically giving the bacteria the secret code and then not killing them off completely. What can happen is it can come back even stronger than ever. And this is why we have super bugs now like MRSA, MRSA, if that's something that you've heard of. So I'm not going to talk deep about super bugs and MRSA and all that stuff today, but basically it's just not something you want. It's not something you want to mess with. It's not something we want to be promoting in the world. So do your part and always finish your entire antibiotic. Okay. So on to finish the story, I wasn't honestly crazy about the idea of being an, on an antibiotic, but I had been sick on and off for over a month, like really feeling sick. And I was desperate to feel healthy again. So after I did that telehealth with my doc and I explained my symptoms and he agreed that, yes, it sounded like a sinus infection. He did prescribe me an antibiotic. I think it was a Z pack actually. And also he prescribed me a steroid spray for my nose. PS I checked those all out on my LactMed app to make sure that they were compatible with breastfeeding. If you have questions on how to do that, how to look up medications and see if they're compatible with breastfeeding, you can scroll back to my podcast episode all about medications and breast milk and how to look them up yourself because newsflash, your doctor and probably even your pharmacist may have no real idea if your medication is even compatible with breastfeeding. And a lot of times they'll just say, Oh, it's probably not smart to take it while you're breastfeeding just to be on the safe side. (laughs) And I don't know if they always say that just to kind of cover their own butts. Um, but the truth is that many medications are actually compatible with breastfeeding. So If you have questions about that, just scroll back a few podcast episodes, probably quite a few podcast episodes and look for medications and breastfeeding. That's actually not the exact, um, name of the podcast, but you know, you get the idea of what you're searching for, right? (laughs) Which by the way, if you ever go to breezybabies.com, there is a search button. If you just type in like medications, for example, then it will pop up with the podcast episode that you're looking for. And, um, it's really easy to do that there. Cause you can actually search on Apple podcasts. Um, there's not a feature where you can search like that. So anyway, that's how you can always find a past topic if you're looking for it. Okay. So I, I knew let's go back to my story. Okay. I knew that, um, after talking with my doctor 
And after being sick for so long, I knew that the last thing I wanted to do was get caught up in the thrush business and go down that long, dark road after, again, I had already been sick for so, so long, Mm -mm, was not about to happen. So what did I do? I worked proactively instead of reactively, meaning that I avoided the problem before it could even become a problem. Um, one thing I did is I ate yogurt every day and my daughter takes a probiotic every day. So I think I took one of those one day. (laughs) I also dug up my silverettes that I haven't used in weeks. I threw those babies on and I was happy to do it. Um, I, I, I'll explain about silverettes to you now, even though this is kind of explained, um, with tip number three, but let me just explain it to you. If you don't know what silverettes are, they are pure silver cup. They're very thin. They, um, they fit perfectly over your nipple and now they even make them in two different sizes. They have a regular size and a large size. And the silverettes are so amazing because they're not plated with silver. They are just pure silver through and through. So they last forever with some other silver cups. Sometimes the silver can become etched off over time because they're just plated silver and they lose their effectiveness over time. But these, um, silverette brand, they last forever. So man, if I could go back and buy these with my first baby, it would have been such a good investment, um, because they would have lasted me through all four of my kids. Now I've only had them with my fourth baby, but already I have got such good use out of them that I honestly feel like they have been worth every penny. The cool thing about silverettes is they are antifungal because silver is just that way naturally. So I'll talk a little bit more about that in tip number three, but basically once I found out um, that I was going to have to take an antibiotic, I went and dug up my silverettes. They had been on my bedside table. I hadn't used them for weeks and weeks. I did use them in the first probably couple weeks after my baby was born. I love to wear them, um, because we had a few lazy night latches and man, they work so well at healing up nipples. But after we got our latch down, I didn't need the silverettes anymore. So they had just been on my bedside table and they came in clutch because I went and grabbed them after starting my antibiotic and threw them on and I was happy to do it. So guess what? No thrush ended up happening and I wasn't sick anymore either. So hallelujah. This is just a great example of how handy Western medicine can be. Thank you antibiotics for finally getting me feeling a hundred percent better after weeks and weeks of sickness. And of course, I mean, is this just like the podcast where I just refer you back to old podcast episodes? Maybe so. (laughs) So Sorry, not sorry if uh, that's kind of annoying, but I do have another recent podcast episode where I talk all about combining we what oh my gosh, <laughs> combining Western and Eastern medicine and why that can be so helpful to have both sides of the coin in your life as well. So that's another good podcast episode you can go back and listen to. 
Okay. Tip number two is focus on probiotics. So what are probiotics? Here is the actual definition online. So probiotics are foods or supplements that contain live microorganisms intended to maintain or improve the good bacteria, which is the normal microflora in the body. And then another thing that can get confused with probiotics is something called prebiotics. Those are two different things. Okay. There was a period of time where I thought they were the same thing. (laughs) They are not. They are two different things. Here's the definition of a prebiotic. It is foods, typically high fiber foods that act as food for the human microflora. So basically prebiotics, which are foods and high fiber feed the probiotics, which is the good bacteria in your body. Yes, your body has good bacteria and it is very important for your body to have that good bacteria. It helps keep your body healthy and working well, how well it fights off bad bacteria when you have too much of it and helps you feel better. So, um, eating foods that are naturally high in probiotics can really serve you well if you do need to take an antibiotic so that you can avoid develops developing something like thrush while you're breastfeeding your baby. So if you are to look up foods that are high in probiotics, of course you will see yogurt, which is an easy, low hanging fruit for me. I love yogurt, (laughs) whether it's normal yogurt, Greek yogurt. I love it all. Other things like kefir, kombucha, kimchi, stuff like that. That's just not really in my normal diet. So it's not something that I chose to consume while I was on antibiotics. I just focused on the yogurt, but if you like some of those other options, then I always love the idea of getting what you need from food first and then a pill or a supplement second. So you can take a supplement, a probiotic, um, but you also could try and get it from your food as well. Okay. Last tip is be proactive. Again, don't wait for problems to pop up. Just work proactively. What does that mean? Maybe, um, it means that you apply coconut oil on your nipples after feeds. Some studies have shown that coconut oil can actually be preventative against thrush. Or like in my situation, I applied the silverettes. The minute I started taking antibiotics, I didn't wait around and think, Oh, like I'm just going to see what happens. And if I get thrush, then I'll throw on the silverettes and then I'll take an antifungal. No, I didn't even want to go down that road at all. So that's why I worked proactively and something like a silverette. Um, it's something that you can use preventatively. So I love that we have these options. And again, I talked at the beginning of the episode about how I utilize the silverettes that I already had on hand. So if you're listening and you're like, huh, maybe I could use some silverettes in my life. I got you covered girl. You can go to the silverettes website and you can use discount code breezy 10. If you also just find silverettes USA on, um, 
Instagram, they will have a link that takes you to their sales page. And again, there'll be the same sales page. You can use discount code breezy 10 to get 10% off. Of course, that is an affiliate discount code, which means that I get a small percentage, but listen, I only tell you about products that I truly love and use myself. So there you have it. Let's go back and review. Tip number one was only take an antibiotic when it's truly needed and take the full dose. Tip number two was focus on probiotics. And along with that comes prebiotics as well. Okay. And tip number three was be proactive. So there you go. There you have it right? Thrush doesn't sound like this big, scary monster anymore, right? (laughs) So, um, you are awesome. Thank you again for listening in on this podcast episode. Come back next week for more fun. And of course I'm going to leave you with, you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are good friend to all. Bye friends.